Alrighty. Praise the Lord. Hello, blessed people of the earth. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing blessed. This is a very special episode of the, the Pen of a Ready Writer. Very special episode. I have in front of me right now, in the flesh, none other than Ethan Walraven. What's up? <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. If you don't know Ethan Walraven, uh, you're going to know him by the end of this. And if you do, I know you're excited to hear him speak. And uh, we're here to talk about Jesus and just uh, enjoy each other and enjoy Jesus. And uh, we've been, how long we've we been trying to do this? Probably a couple months now. Yeah, I would say uh, we didn't ever figure out like, Hey, since you're up here, mm-hmm. let's get let's get this going, you know. But since August, it's been a little over a month since we moved up here, uh, so at least that much time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and out mm-hmm. of that, we've only hung out probably like four or five times. Mm-hmm. All right, so you just moved to Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, what part of Wisconsin? Uh, I'm in Menominee now. How do you How do you like it? It's basically the same size as Dallas. Uh, Dallas is in Georgia, where I grew up, uh, where all my family's at. It's about the same size, but it's college town, mm-hmm. so there are a lot. So you're more... partying every day. Oh yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah, people are coming over. <laughs> I don't even know where I am when I wake up in the morning. Uh, no, but I mean, I haven't even spent any time with college kids since I work at the middle school now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I get to see how they're kind of raised out here and what their ideals are through their kids. <laughs> yes, could you uh I don't know, I don't know if if you would mind telling the Calvin story that you were telling me about cuz I thought that oh, was hilarious. Yeah. So, okay, so in one of my classes, uh there's a kid with the name spelled C A L V I N and uh all of the kids call him Kelvin. And uh you know, I thought his name was Kelvin like Kelvin the temperature, like the scientific notation of temperature, you know? <laughs> Uh, but then I got the roster for the, uh, uh, basically for the list of the kids in the classroom. And, uh, sure enough, it was spelled C-A-L-V-I-N. And I was like, Calvin, not Kelvin. There's no E, Kelvin. But then I realized, oh, up here, they also say bag instead of bag. Grab me the bag there. They, They say bag. So this kid's running around. His name is... Calvin, they pronounce it Kelvin, and, uh, you know, it's just a demographic thing. As soon as he goes to college, kids are going to call him Calvin. They'll be like, no, 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 Kelvin. Or, uh, you know, his professor would probably have that same problem. Unless he goes to college in Wisconsin. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I mean, and then by then, all of his friends already know his name's Kelvin. So they'll call him Kelvin, and they'll be like, hey, Kelvin. Really, what kind of psychological uh, identity crisis would that cause when he grows up and he realizes my my name's not Rick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's so true. You know, uh, pronunciation of names are, are a little bit different up here, but then things again, are a little bit different up here. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, obviously, I'm from Dallas, Georgia, as well. Yeah, man, Wisconsin's a weird place, but it's awesome. Yeah, I love it personally. <laughs> We're just like two Georgia dudes, man. Yep, just two good old, two good old boys, you know, <laughs> right there next to the Hardy dealership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Dallas, Georgia, 
Um, that's where you and me met. That's it. So I wanted to dive into your and mine's friendship, and uh, you know, how you know how did you even end up on the Pin of a Ready Rider podcast? Boom. Let's see. It would have been 2011, right? Uh, was when we started high school. 2012 is when we started. Okay. And uh, it was basically in April of 2012, we had auditions for Drumline, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And from then, it got to the point where we never really saw each other whatsoever. Uh, we got cast or we got uh, you know selected to play the parts in percussion because we were both in marching band. Yeah, he was in Drumline and I was in the front ensemble. Yeah. Uh, holding it down. Larry Summerlin. <laughs> Shout out to Summerlin. Shout out to Mr. Larry. For making a wise decision. Boom. Uh, so, yeah, we started band camp, and, uh, you know, how it, how it works, front ensemble and battery, uh, they hardly spend time together unless they're ensembling after they learn their music. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it was just a whole lot of, I have no idea who these people are. I'm just trying to play my part. I know like five people around me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to the point where we started school. You're really thrown into a friend group. Isn't that, it's just weird. It's like you're all yeah. of a sudden eating with these people. Yep. You're hanging out with these people. Yep. You're playing music. You're all trying to figure out how to drum. So I was the youngest one uh, mm. out of my whole bass section. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh, I had, yeah. I had, uh, uh, everyone was upperclassmen. I had two seniors. What a G. Yeah. Holding it down. Two, yeah, two seniors, two, uh, I think, sophomores at the time. No, two juniors at the time. Mm-hmm. And then there's little all May. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach. Base three. Base three. Base three. Zach had made it on drumline mm-hmm. uh, as a freshman. Parker had made it on drumline as freshman. Jesse had made it on drumline as freshman. Mm-hmm. And then there was me. Mm-hmm. Um, so then school started, and we had like three classes together at that point. Um, you know, and I was like, hey, this guy's in the front ensemble. He plays drum set. I, I, I bet I could talk to him, and we could be friends. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, what classes? We had Miss Shebler, language, oh! uh, Miss Shebler, English. Yeah. We had Mr. Perry. Mr. Perry. That was like sixth period or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had band class together. Yep, band. You're right. And I think that was it. No, freshman year we had Coach Zakowski. We did, ha- and Mr. Curtis. Wait, we How had every we class together. There's no way, dude. Who, think no, about we it. We didn't have math. No, we didn't have math, but it was a block class. Mm-hmm. So we had language arts. Yeah. We had science. science. Biology. Yeah, biology. We had social studies. Yeah. Which was a block class. Yeah. We had Mr. Perry, yeah. which was an elective. Yeah. We had band, which was an elective. Mm-hmm. That leaves one class left. Wow. You guess you're right. <laughs> we were one class away from having all, all our classes together. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. And uh, we sat together in almost every one. We did. We did <laughs> sit together. Point. That's hilarious. Wow. The Lord was really working. Yeah. He was trying real hard yeah. to get us to be friends. Yeah, man. That's beautiful. Not even like we have... Last names they're close to each other. If Not we at sat all. in, uh, you know, alphabetical order or whatever it was at the time, mm-hmm. it's just like bam, here you go. Yeah, that was what was cool about high school. They kind of let you sit where you wanted. Yeah, that was like one of the sweet perks. Mm-hmm. And we did FBLA together. 
<laughs> yeah, we did. Why did we do that? Future business leaders of America, bro. And here we are, being them those same business leaders. I'm going to open up Cheesies. Bars. And then it'll all just work itself out. Boom. Uh, so do a just little rabbit hole of what Cheesies is. Okay, Cheesies is a food truck. Not just any food truck. A grilled cheese food truck that will exclusively it's sell... It's the greatest food trucks of all time, <laughs> actually. One billions and billions and billions of cheesies everywhere, all over the world. We're tired of uh, non-American-made grilled cheeses. Especially when we have dairy capital of the world. All right. That's why I came to Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. All right? It's awesome. People there? Great. <laughs> that was okay. a bit. Sorry. Go, continue on. Cheesies. Cheesy grilled man. cheese uh, truck. Yeah, grilled cheese truck, man, straight up. Uh, so I've decided that each grilled cheese that we're gonna have is gonna be uh, consistent of its own bread type, uh, homemade bread, wow. different kinds of sourdoughs, different you... kinds of rye, uh, cheese sourced from the source from Wisconsin. Of course, why would you um, ever have so cheese from any other dude, place? Dude, no, buy local, bro. Buy local Bars. cheese, dude. Um, and uh, each one is going to be specified and tailored to one of my friends. You're really uh, going through with that. I'm, I'm you, seriously. That's what you really want to yeah, do. Yeah, seriously. Man, I thought so, it was just for the memes. No, no, no. Seriously. Wow, you're committed. Uh, so, you know, one will be the Brock. I'll test out several different grilled cheeses on you. Whichever <laughs> one is the best is the Brock. Wow. Boom. And then, of course, the one for me is going to be called the Cheezus. The Cheezus. <laughs> Beautiful, bro. <laughs> or it could just be called the crust. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, grilled well, cheese, uh, dude. Check out Cheesies coming co coming to a uh, local Wisconsin place near you. Yes, uh, you know, parking lots. <laughs> yep. Be there. Be square. <laughs> we'll cater your events. I saw this church sign. I think I reposted it on Facebook, and it was like, uh, the. <laughs> it literally just said, Jesus. And then below that it said six o'clock. And then below that it said be there. And somebody like quoted it and was like, Is Jesus trying to fight in the parking lot? <laughs> oh man. Beautiful. Oh man. Alrighty, so uh back to the story. Um wow, we did have yeah, we did future business leaders of America, which I don't know why we did that. I, I um my brother was in it, if you oh, remember. Right. Jordan he was. was in it. He was. And I think he was kinda like, yo, it's super easy and it looks good on college applications. That's right. Even though you do nothing. Yeah. Um, you don't do nothing, but... We it's like... did nothing. <laughs> You're supposed to do something. We did nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, though, when we got to... Uh, everybody else had to go to school. Yep. And you, me, and Caleb... El Diablo. El Diablo. Uh, we, we were at East Paulding High School like 5 in the morning. That's riding right. Riding with Mr. Perry and Chris. his wife and his, his awesome son. Yeah, Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. You know, Smart boy. I'm, I ran into him. This is sidetracked, but Sheridan is apparently finished with, with college. No he's a full way. Yeah, he's a full-time piano tutor uh, to make his money. Of course And last is. I talked, before COVID happened, uh, they were on they were going on a two-year cruise to travel travel the world. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, what a man. What a family. Mr. Perry, I didn't appreciate him as much as I should have right. as a high schooler. Right. He was... Um, I know some people really didn't like him, but once you got to know him, he was mad cool. Yeah. Do you remember that time when I was a freshman and I skipped every 
day for a week. Yeah. For two weeks yep. of Mr. Perry's. I remember. Uh, I think we had him seventh period, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that, that time, I think so. And then band was, uh, yep. our band was sixth period, drumline. Mm-hmm. Um, because seventh period was color guards. Yeah, And that's then they right. combined them halfway through. That's right. Uh, but I skipped his seventh period class as a freshman for two weeks straight. I would go and I would leave and I would go hang out with Sam Colberline and whoever else. We would go to get food or Walmart or something. Yeah. And then one day he was just like, so, uh... Where you been the past two weeks? And I was like, uh, he was like, let's just make sure that doesn't happen again. Didn't write me up. Didn't do anything like yeah. that was a Jesus move. Yeah, that man. was grace. That's bro. so grace, especially to be a high school teacher that is, you know, in the predicament that he was in. He's basically a retired college professor. He was mm-hmm. doing some college on the side. Yeah. You know, he knows how to deal with it, but I think he was lax enough to realize that high school was not the big picture for him and, and like, he saw the potential he, yeah he you know we had we had all of our work done all the time uh, we did building those websites we did sponsored by squarespace <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could say that <laughs> not yet <laughs> there's a rainbow right there do you see it it's straight right up, there straight up holy crap wow there it is man that's just god new covenant right there right straight up beautiful sorry Total side tangent. That's all right. Um, yeah, Mr. Perry was dope. He was a dope guy. Treated us like Jesus. Really cool. Yeah, great man. And he would he would come up and show us cool drum on videos. <laughs> yeah, the Scottish. Uh, or mm-hmm. The first one he showed us was uh, was that mystery is what it was called. Was uh, the it? secret. Uh, top drum secret. Line. Top secret. Uh, Mr. Perry's background. Uh, yeah, he has Scottish ancestry, so he's all about Scottish ancestry. Mm-hmm. And their uh, top secret is a big thing in uh, in the UK, or it was at some point. Mm-hmm. So he was probably on top of that stuff too. And plus, it looks pretty cool. They had like lights on their drumsticks and on their you know equipment and stuff like that. So they were just pounding out some beats. It was fun. Not the cleanest playing, but it was right. it was cool visually. Right. Which we were very critical of the playing at that point because we were like <laughs> we were like ooh th- this this double is not perfectly in sync with the other, and then it sounds like <sighs> barf. We said it was too wet. Too wet. You're right. Well, we had the tightest snares. The tightest snares in the in the in uh in Georgia probably. <laughs> yeah, pretty honestly. Much, pretty much. So the driest bars. Just bars. Man. Uh before we get off on drum line stuff. Okay, so so that was our freshman year. Um so we had all these classes together. Yep. And we were in this club together. Straight up. And then when you're in marching band together. Uh, you're you're just around each other twenty four seven. Yeah, so our our hours uh, spent with each other or our playtime with each other mm-hmm. is you know probably close to at least thirty hours a week. Wow. Yeah. Sincerely, um, man, I remember uh, up there. They are. There's the kids. Uh, there's currently four little girls <laughs> walking into Ethan's apartment from and, Girl Scouts and three. And women, three women. Uh, so if you guys hear kids in the back background, excuse me, that's what's up. Um, they're so happy to be here too. They're excited. They man. literally just got their parade rained on. L- literally, <laughs> even though it's not raining anymore, but it's fine. The rainbow is worth it. Yeah. See the perp in the rainbow. That's how you know it's a thick boy. Perp skirt. Amen. Um, 
I remember we would sit in Mr. Perry's class next to each other, and we would just show each other the music we were into. Mm-hmm. And I would show you, like, Camp and Childish Gambino, yeah. and you'd show me uh, that one dude who played bass. Boom, boom, boom. Aram Bedrazian. That's it. What a guy. Yeah, well, you, you were on some crazy stuff I never heard before. I also had an older brother that was mm-hmm. seriously in the in the underground metal music and uh you know stuff like that so i grew up hating country my parents loved it um and we would just listen to screamo as they call it now and uh death metal nice uh which was cool because i never understood what they were saying but i could let out all my rage yeah angsty yeah all the teenage angst leave me alone mom make me some bagel bites uh pizza rolls pizza rolls um so let's see here where are in our story our friendship so uh yeah and then we just spent the next three year four years of high school uh playing in drumline spending copious amounts of hours uh together in groups and then also separately we would hang out yeah uh, you and me we would we'd go to asian mm-hmm. we would hop in your truck straight up we would we would hang out and we would drum and uh we would go to FBLA field trips, mm-hmm. uh, but then we would ditch. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't go to the meetings. We would just ditch and Basically, go. Basically, they just held, uh, they hosted these events at these uh, extravagant hotels in Atlanta. So uh, whatever hotel it was at the time, I can't remember, but in each room, they would have seminars going on each hour, and we'd have to pick a certain one. So as soon as you walk in, they would have to register your class for being there. So you get a duffel bag of, of, of goodies. Essentially, mm-hmm. you'd get pen, paper, you know, uh, business, business things yeah. to uh, aid you watching these seminars and stuff. So then we would go register, get all those. Mr. Perry was like, all right, I'm going to these. You guys can go or you can go to whichever ones you want. We would scan and uh, look at them. And, you know, as soon as we got there, we were late. <laughs> yeah, we'd maybe go to one. We <laughs> yes. checked like one out. We met that dude that played guitar. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know, right? But you forgot about that. I did completely. <laughs> and uh, the hotel was a part of a food court right next to it. So you just walk through these big double doors. Um, it overlooked the road, uh, and it was like a little inside bridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just walk to the food court, and that's where we would start. And we are like, oh, yeah, we'll go back in the And we never went back. Yeah, we'd check out the restaurants and check out the record stores and yep. just go sit at the bus stop and be sad boys and just lay on the ground. Yeah, dude, I remember when we discovered we were both sad boys. Yeah, we That's were talking sad. about how depressed we were. Yeah. Really wow. inter- really funny to think about. We were both, we were, we were sharing intimacy about our sadness. Yeah. In life. Yeah. That had been our junior year, I think. Mm-hmm. That's when we really connected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll fast forward here. We graduated, um, and then somehow uh, we would bowl every Monday night together. Yes. At uh, Stars and Strikes. At 9 p.m. Yep. Uh, free bowling, free right? Free bowling. <laughs> nice. Oh, It was almost every night, mm-hmm. uh, every Monday night. Almost. Um, that was, was a, a really fun sure. time. Very a lot good. of fun people came. Dylan Reese would come. Yep. Chloe would come. Yep. Josh and Zach. Kajana would come. Parker yep. would come. And you could buy like a pitcher of soda, like a pitcher of Coke yeah. or whatever, <laughs> and uh, boom, that's what that's how much you paid. Yep, and we were getting lit off that Coke. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> wow. And uh, then we went to we technically went to college together. 
Yes. Oh, uh, we both went to KSU in a roundabout way. Um, did you ever go to the Kennesaw campus, or were you always at the Marietta? So I started at the Marietta campus. Okay. Which I can get into this um, separately, but yeah, started at the Marietta campus. And, uh, you know, there are thousands of classes that you can take. There are thousands of classes you could sign up for across two different campuses, across five, uh, across five different days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet somehow... My second semester of my college. Right. We, we find out that, boom, we're, I, I'm sitting down in the class, and I'm just like, man, this really sucks. Like, I don't know anyone. I haven't known anyone in three of my classes so far, obviously, because I don't get out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here comes this boy <laughs> that, to be honest, at that point, we, we had been through a, a sort of falling out. Yeah, well, I think it was more just um, we different were, directions. Yeah, like um, I was at the Kennesaw campus mm-hmm. um, for the first half mm-hmm. of my college thing, so I never was at the Marietta. Yeah, and I, you were always at the Marietta, right? So already, even though we went to the same college, we were at different campuses. Yeah, and then you know just how life goes—you graduate, and this person's dating this person, and this mm-hmm. person's this, and this person's doing this and doing that, and just, that started senior year. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. as so, it as it typically does. Yeah, so I take confidence in knowing it was just a falling out, just of mm-hmm. just circumstance. Yeah, not we've never had any truly from what I can right. think about. Yeah, never truly. had any moment where it was like I want to be his friend. Yeah, exactly. It was more just uh, yeah, circumstantially, as you said. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, I'm sitting in this class. It's this math class. Um, this man that is extremely intelligent, probably way too intelligent to be a college professor, is standing at the front of the board. Uh, and it's the, me. Plot <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> twist. He's standing right uh, with a with a marker in his hand, and uh, here comes Brock walking in. Just <laughs> like, like, imagine a 1990s movie where, like, there's there's girls at a lunch table and then the hottest man comes and walks through the door. All of their heads turn slowly. I don't know and then, about that. No, 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 no. And this is how I remember it. All right. This is my recollection. So then here he comes. It's like wind is ablaze right in front Probably of him. Probably have my earphones in. Yeah, just blowing his hair back. Probably jamming. Letting letting his clothes just like, you know, suck up around his tight abs. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then then uh, we make eye contact, and I don't think we knew who we were at first. It was I think I I saw you, and and then I saw your eyes, and I was like, "That's Brock." And then of course here you come. You sat down right next to me. I remember thinking, "Oh, Ethan's in this class." That's Hell it, yeah. man. That's it, man. I was like, "This is awesome." Um, and it's a shame where that class ended up going because uh, you know we both kind of stopped going to it. At oh, some yeah. point, uh, yep. but the first thing that happened was the professor had fallen down some stairs and broke his legs, mm-hmm. uh, broke one of them at least. And then this young dude that like just came out of college, yeah. that was just like, I'm a college professor now, came in to teach the class, super mm-hmm. serious, not lax whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and then we were hanging out in the back. You were showing me some music that you made. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time in particular, the headphone came out, or we were trying to hook up Bluetooth or something. And dude oh, went yeah. ham. He was upset at us. Oh, man. He was so disappointed. And that was one of the last times I went. <laughs> yeah, that was when I started to drop out of college. I would 
I would drive 45 minutes to the Marietta campus at like to get to my 9:30 class. Yeah. And then I would just sleep in my car. I wouldn't go. It's like, what an idiot. I want you to stay home. Because if you stay home, you get caught. This for is not true. Going. I was fooling my parents. Very true. Or, you know, if, uh, if your parents are somewhat lax and they don't really follow so much, then you could be like, yeah, they canceled. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what? They canceled literally every single class you're supposed to go to? <laughs> yep. Yep. That yeah. was fun. Uh, that was fun. I, I'd go in there and eat, eat, and uh, eat. You know, because you still had, even though you weren't going to co- your classes, you still had your food pass. Yeah, so you I'd still s- got the money. Yep, I would still go into the cafeteria, get some food, listen to some music, work on some stuff on my own life. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was the most depressing time of my life. Yeah, how much freedom did you really have? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely none. Very miserable. Uh, I, funny, you know, this is, this is how weird and miserable i was i would sit in my i would i would drive that nissan 300 because yes. that was the only car my family had that uh that worked at the moment because um i think that was when my infinity got wrecked mm-hmm. and so I, I i had to drive the white the z and i would sit in there and i would like i wasn't pursuing jesus i wasn't like i, I wasn't into the lord or anything but i would listen to the book of job which is just like super depressing and yeah. weird, and of course, without the context of Jesus, it just seems like a really sad, gloomy, doomy book. Yeah, at first look, it's like, wow, I could literally be doing everything right, and it's like, wow, God doesn't care. Exactly. That's that's what it looks on the outside. It's a very wrong impression of the Lord. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think some of the worst theology comes from the Book of Job. I th- I think that is a book that has been used to just that's got all the. Uh, what's that one quote from it? Um, the Lord, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. You know, it's like, yeah, no, nah, that ain't it, Chief. Yeah, that's really interesting that you mentioned that because, um, you know, that's like some ideology that a lot of my family has. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, just the old suffering pilgrim on and, his weary road home till he gets raptured up, maybe if maybe. he's good enough. Yep, yep. You got to get in those last points at the end. Oh, yeah. You got to get a couple people saved, tithe a little bit extra. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe, you know, if you miss the if you miss the pre-trib, you'll definitely get in that mid-trib, you know, of course. Uh, I actually, the one of the, this is a weird rabbit hole, but the way that I actually found Andrew Womack, well, I had someone at my church uh, tell me about him. They're like, hey, this they were like, this minister's in town. You should yep. go check him out. And I was like, oh, okay. Didn't, didn't even look at it again. And then I was looking up teachings on Job on YouTube, and I listened to I, I clicked on some, and I was listening to him. And um, even though I didn't ha- know anything about grace. <laughs> I remembered the story. But... Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know anything about grace. And I was listening to these dudes teach Job about how the Lord put sickness on Job and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, these guys don't know what they're talking about. But... Uh, I found an Andrew Womack teaching on Job, and I listened to it, and it was incredible. And he broke down the book and like totally made it made sense. And uh, you didn't uh, feel alone. Yeah, it was great. And then he was in town that same weekend, and so I went and checked him out, and uh, I just saw him live. He's teaching out of the book of Romans, and man, he was saying stuff that was way over my head. Yeah, he was he was preaching grace though, but Absolutely. I didn't know it. But I knew that I liked it, so that's a little rabbit hole. Okay, so 
we're in college, we're both hating our lives, uh, we're both dropping out. And then I think that's right about the time where I got on fire for the Lord, October 17th, 2017. Because uh, I would have, the, the... We forgot one. What's that? Q2. Q2! You're such a At genius. the same time, bro. You're such a genius. So after, so... So the second semester of college that we were just talking about, that would have been in the spring of 17. Spring of 17 is right. Um, I, I, and then when did Q2 start? What month did that start? Q2 auditions were in November of 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, started the, we started in November and December. Mm-hmm. And full-time, we started doing the uh, weekend thing, I believe, in February. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was somewhat of you know what is is probably one of the best experiences of my young life that's cool even though we were both dropping out of college we, mm-hmm. we, we were still coming together in this other platform which is really funny yeah straight up q2 uh would you want to explain to the people what q2 is q2 is an independent drumline <laughs> uh that is in open class you have to pay to audition to be able to get a chance to perform with these people in the United States on a circuit series statewide and nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that being said, uh, if you know what marching band is, you take the drum line from marching band and you put them inside of an arena. Drums in a gym. Drums in a gym. Uh, on a basketball court, you put a tarp down usually and you have the front ensemble and the battery. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know what any of that is, if you see the the marching bands playing for college football, it's the drum guys in a gym. That's it. Boom. And uh, led by Larry Summerlin. Yeah. Again, <laughs> our instructor from high school, then led us the first year outside of high school. Man, he's like the he's like the Moses. Wow. Of of of. of just life. He, yeah, man. He just he just leads you out of bondage. Straight up. Just man. just leads you into the new covenant. Wow, yeah. The promised land. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> yep, yep. That was a uh, I think that was like pretty much the only incentive on why I did it is yep. because he asked me to do it and I was like, "Man, if 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 Larry Summerlin's asking me to play drum set and he's teaching it, it's like how could you pass up that that type of fun opportunity?" <laughs> And at the same time, weirdly enough, I was actually teaching with Larry That's at the right. high school. At East I was, Balding High School. I was taught by Larry. Then I was teaching with Larry. <laughs> then I was teaching with Larry while getting taught by Larry. Wow. Full circle. Dude, Larry was the man. He is forever the man. Yeah. Forever the man. Uh, um, Q2. That's a great group of people, man. I don't know yeah. how like everyone else in that group feels about each other and yeah. about the group, but I really personally love pretty much every person in that group. I thought they yeah. were all such awesome people. Yeah. I wish I could have known them more. I Absolutely. wish I would have I wish I would have pursued friendship with them even more. Yeah. Because they're such wonderful humans. Well just like um in marching band, you know, you were you all audition for this part that you want. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's it's generally not, oh well you didn't get this part here, take something else. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is, but yeah. uh it's generally not Pretty so, cutthroat, yeah, considering. These people paid $75 to be at the same exact spot that you are mm-hmm. on the same day that you are mm-hmm. to audition two days. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, at first, it's it's almost like you you're not in enemies, but you're competitive against each other for sure. And uh, that competitiveness uh, can can strengthen friendships mm -hmm. because you know what they need to work on because you see that and you're like, oh well, they're weak on that, mm -hmm. so I'll I'll be good at this. Mm -hmm. uh, and at least that's how I thought because I only had to work with four other people yeah. on the baseline. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, great people. Had a great time. That was really fun, man. And uh, I got to do the lax, the most lax part in the whole <laughs> thing, man, which was really cool because um, I was done with with band settings at that point. Really, yeah. re really. By the time we got to high school, I I was pretty burnt out yeah. on the band setting. Um, definitely did not enjoy it anymore. Um, so the fact that I got to kind of just play drum set and just kind of man, just got to groove and. Uh, got to chill out you know there was times where like i didn't even have to show up to practice because they didn't even need me and it was like sweet and that was fun. all the while you're playing larry beats yeah bro and marcus beats dude larry marcus beats, beats marcus too beats. he he wrote the whole warm-up packet for the battery man that's cool and uh wow except for one because we played uh i i forget baby what uh what's your baby whatchamacallit <sighs> I'm blanking. I'll hard. think about it at some point. I'm blanking hard on the name of it. Yeah, yeah. That that was really fun, and we got to go to Ohio. That was fun going around that mall and uh. Wow. Yeah. So were, for uh, finals, yeah, for finals, we we took a bus. Yep. From Georgia, mm -hmm. all the way to Ohio. Yep. Pretty close to where we're at now. We did drugs. <laughs> it was hilarious. We took some brownies. It was actually in like a youth center, like a YMCA that we were staying at. You're right. In and the gym, right? It had, yeah, and it had three levels. Oh, my god! So we walked in the, the first pool. level, and it was almost uh, the shape of a of a church. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, mm -hmm. walk, you walk up the stairs, you go in the front door, and we, we were there. It was like a 15-hour bus ride or something crazy like that, uh, 10, 10 hours or something. And... We're all just super tired. We walk in and we have to sleep on this gym floor and uh, the sleeping bags, you know, uh, whatever kind of equipment that they had there that we could sleep on. And here we are after riding the bus up there. Mm -hmm. get How together. long was that trip? Probably. Oh, it was like a weekend. No, I mean, um, I'm sorry. How long was the bus ride? How many hours? Oh, yeah, it was 10 to 15. Okay. Something like that. Uh Probably not so much 15, because that was about how much time it took to get to New York. Mm -hmm. uh, it was probably 18 hours for New York. Uh, but yeah, it was a really long bus ride. Mm -hmm. So we get there, and uh, we're all exhausted. And uh, we we go around, and on the main level that we are, there is a level with some stairs. So we went down the stairs, and it's an enclosed indoor pool. It was weird. It was heated. Mm. And no lights were on. We didn't know how to use the switch or anything. Mm -hmm. And the door was wide open. Yeah. It was like unlocked completely. Mm -hmm. And originally, I think they had told us, all right, don't go down there. Yeah. <laughs> Which we did. We're all adults, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I think so, right? Uh, pretty much. Uh, there were a couple people that were was minors. CJ still in high school? CJ was in high school. Oh, wow. Uh, Stephanie and Aspen. Oh, wow. They were there. They were both in that, Holy bro. crap. Yeah, you're telling me. I love both of them. Yeah, man. They're both awesome people. So awesome, dude. And then, uh, yeah, so that, uh, that night we didn't do anything. Then the next day we practiced, then performed that night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we performed twice that day. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, we came back, we got our scores, and we knew that the next day we would have absolutely free to watch the professional 
indoor drum lines that are at the, the actual independent level. We were one level below them mm-hmm. at open. So that lot was crazy. Yeah. But so that night, you and me got together, mm-hmm. went down there in the in this like secret, secret spring. Yeah. <laughs> a, a spring shut up. A fountain yeah, sealed. That's it. <laughs> um, Very song of Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> and we had uh, had a Bluetooth speaker with mm-hmm. uh, lights on it, mm-hmm. and we just played some really funkadelic music. Yeah, uh, it was like really electronic music, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just an assortment of what you would consider, um, like modern day. Uh, I wouldn't say hippies, but. It, mm. it was very drug-induced music. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, to excite the membrane. Oh yeah, on drugs for sure. Um, yeah. So then we were we were down there, and uh, it was so lax. Yeah. And then we got so many people up there, and then a bunch of people came down, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. it got kind of weird. It did and get then really I weird. Think I bounced after that. Well, I don't know if you did before. Uh, before someone came down, and they, uh, Chris, Chris Garcon. Yeah, he was the tenor tech. He was also kind of like yes. the, the secondary runner of he the says ensemble. He says he plays Smash, and I never got to play that guy in Smash. <laughs> I talk so much smack, dude. I was yeah, like, man. bro, I'll beat your butt. <laughs> so he came down there, and he's like, hey, you guys, we can hear you upstairs. You're being way too loud. And we're sitting here like 19 or 20, some some of us 21, about yeah. age out. And uh, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, now that I look back on it. Uh, but truth be told, we were very just immature at that at at that moment. Yeah, I think uh, I think when you're just that age, man, you're just searching for truth, right? Straight up, looking for it in any any format, any platform, whatever makes you feel good. Yeah, for sure. And we will we will get in more into that. So, uh, man. All right, so we were in Q two playing drums together. Blah blah blah. That was really fun. That was like a really fun. Uh, resurge in our friendship, mm-hmm. and so and then that ended when April or May. Yeah, one of those two. I know it was finals week for some people. Mm-hmm. And then I think I don't know. I don't know what happened between May and October. I don't know of, S- if we were hanging out. I don't think we were. I no, think we, we were weren't just really. back to doing our things. Yeah. I was going through a lot of life stuff in a lot of different ways. Dropped out of college. Yep. Um, me and Casey, we were pursuing music. Mm-hmm. Um, At that point, I had not dropped out. I had got kicked out. <laughs> I had my my high school my college GPA was a point three. Wow, that's I really had impressive. I passed one class that I never showed up to with an A somehow. Wow, that's Jesus. It's uh, a grace class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where it kind of kind of separates because you you didn't really have to experience like, hey, you can't come back. Yeah, it was more like, like yeah, it was more out. like peace, dude. I'm out. Yep. Um, and I think that's what kind of drove me to try to continue my education. Mm. Well, yeah, okay. So we were so 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 that all was happening, and then in October, um, I had my come to Jesus meeting. And then it was the same day. Yes. Holy crap. I forgot about it was that. The same day. Okay. So me and Ethan found this out maybe like two years after. Yeah. This Our- was like, 
earlier this year in 2020. Was it? That we figured out. I remember I was. I was I was working in construction and I was in my car on my break talking to you on the phone and we found that out. So it would have been uh Oh last uh, year. I started construction. I did construction November, December, um, and February. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I'm sorry. December, January, February, and it ended in March. The end of March is when I stopped doing it because of COVID. Yeah. But you're right. So we talked and we found this out, which is this right here. So was it the 27th? The 17th. 17th, that's what it was. October 17th, 2017. Uh, Prior to this point i had not or i would not have considered myself a christian uh or you know having any kind of relationship with jesus mm-hmm. uh and annie my girlfriend at the time uh still girlfriend uh with me in wisconsin right now um she was going to a church and that kind of inspired me to be like, hey, yeah, I want to see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. So that day, I had went and bought my first Bible mm-hmm. and started my first Bible study, I would say, through Genesis. Wow. Um, which I did not finish. Of course. Who does? Um, especially just coming into the Bible, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, I... I, I uh, I thought, yeah, I can just read this book mm-hmm. front to back. It's yep. all chronological, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I, I had that's when I had started, and that night I had, uh, I had like prayed for the first time, really, and I wow. was like, I was like, hey, uh, Jesus, you know, if all this is real, um, you know, I want to dedicate my life to this mm. at this moment. Uh, I was like, through thick and thin. This is where I'm going to end up. What time of the day do you, if you were going to try to recall when you prayed that? It was still daylight. Okay. So it was later in the day. It had to be, it had to be close to seven or eight o'clock. At night? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Just curious. Yeah. So it was at that point, I was in my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. I think I was staying with them at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I have my book sprawled out, uh, my, my brand new Bible dedicated to Ethan from Ethan. Um, <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, it was that the same day I had a small journal and, uh, if I could find it, mm-hmm. uh, right. Since we packed everything up, it's, it's going to take for, it's going to take a while to find it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I had wrote down the same exact date and, uh, since then, I wrote down other significant dates uh, mm. that would help me remember my whole journey and the whole process of Smart. everything that happened. Um, but yeah, I, I had written maybe four or five pages front to back of one chapter of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was completely exhausted. And I was just like, look, I want to get to the good stuff, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I was like, I'm sold God did this, all right? I'm sold that God created everything. Yeah. At that point, I was like... <laughs> You know, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I, tr- I truly feel like I tried to look at everything as like, a, you know, a, 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 not I wouldn't say scientific approach, but I would say more of like a factual approach. Like, mm-hmm. 
does this make sense with, with the me? Hand. Yeah. Is this consistent with what I believe? Is this consistent with things I've observed? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, I just decided that uh, October 17th. And uh, for those of you that don't know why October 17th is significant for me, most of you, if you're a constant listener or you maybe just know me, you know that's that's the exact day that I came back to the Lord and I gave my, um, I mean, I was born again, but, you know, quote unquote, gave Jesus prominence in my life. Yeah. That's just insane, man. Jesus, that was a crazy day for Jesus. Really? He got two golden boys on the same day. But it was super easy. Yep. Just made everything super easy. Amen. Well, uh, seems like a good segue. Would you like to tell the people, um, you know, what's that Ethan Walraven origin story? What is a, just tell the people about your life, um, go into whatever you desire to go into and take it away. A day in 1997 (laughs) on a Monday. Chapter one. (laughs) All right. So my name is Ethan. And uh, basically my younger life, I would say um, my my parents were, were, my mom was 16 when she had her first kid. That was my older brother. Then uh, a couple years later when they, my parents collectively turned 20, they had me mm-hmm. after they had already divorced and got back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was alive for about a year. Then they got divorced again. And uh, from that point, my mom met another man, and they took custody over me and my older brother um, about a year after I was born. And I was raised by them and my stepfamily in about an hour and a half away from where my dad was living at the time. So I was raised by great Midwesterners. They were from Chicago. Mm-hmm. My whole stepfamily, or well, my stepdad was mm-hmm. from Chicago. Uh, my mom and him got together, and I was raised in their house until I was in elementary school. Until uh, I was in kindergarten. Then first grade, my mom had been, uh, my mom had divorced my dad, my stepdad. So my real dad got custody over me and my older brother. Mm-hmm. So we moved an hour and a half away north in Georgia to live with them. And started elementary school up here. And when I was in fifth grade, my stepdad passed away. And my uh, my younger brother, that was from my stepdad and my mom, mm-hmm. uh, he had got moved up to live with us. Mm-hmm. And at that point, my mom had moved in with my, my real dad. And uh, they got back together. Young man Darian. Yeah. Shout out Darian. Shout out to Darian, Bless dude. boy Darian. He's doing great right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my stepdad passed away in a car accident. Darian was actually in the car when it happened. Mm. So that was traumatizing. And, uh, he was in third grade and he moved up here with us. And then my mom, after that year, she had got back with one of her ex-boyfriends and they rented a house right down the road from my dad's house. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they were, they were like, Hey, we're going to take Darian, um, and my mom was basically like, do you want to come with? And, you know, uh, it was like, wow, I've moved every year from my grandparents' house or to this wow. new house. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, yeah, moving sounds fun. <laughs> and uh, 
you know, I'm also thinking like, I want my younger brother to be protected by this man that I don't really know much about. Yeah. That's cool. Um, you I like that way. I like to also take the more noble approach in saying that because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> half of it was, Oh, I get a new room and I get to choose which room I get. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other half was like, Hey, like Darian just moved up here. Our dad died. Mm-hmm. Like I, we didn't call him stepdad or anything. He was my dad. Yeah. Right. He, he raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had two dads, not gay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> not gay. Not gay. Uh, <laughs> so then I moved in with them, and I lived there for three years. And at that point, my mom had taken over custody of me and my younger brother, basically. And uh, we were going to uh, psychiatrists and therapists and stuff like that during mm-hmm. that time. So I was actually on a whole bunch of antidepressants and, and was that your choice your decision as a child or no i hated it i absolutely hated going i would have the hated therapist. it if i had to do that man i would have rebelled harder yeah i remember at one point my mom had just bought me an xbox mm-hmm. and she had just bought me this pack that came with a little connector keyboard and head headset game time and everything and a game called project gotham racing 4 pretty cool and uh <laughs> um she had she had brought that uh, that game pack to me, and uh, then she was like, "All right, sweetie, we gotta go to therapy." I was like, "No," and it was just this big lash out. Mm-hmm. They called the therapist. I couldn't stop telling him that I hated him. Yeah, and how much I hated him. Yeah. Well, you're how old? Ten or eleven. Ten or eleven. That's, ten or 11. that's, that's really tender age, man. I really teach, tender age. I teach eleven and twelve year olds right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you think that the reason why you've uh, pursued education in college and things of that nature and uh, why you just seem to um, gravitate towards uh, really loving on uh, children and young teenagers, um, do you think that stems from maybe the discomfort that you felt when you were a kid, or do you think there's any connection at all there? Most likely. And most definitely, mm-hmm. um, you know, those are very hard transitional years. Yeah. Uh, it was an age that I lost a very close family member. Yeah. Uh, and my family didn't really teach me about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I thought about death and, you know, being in discomfort for always, mm-hmm. not knowing what's ended up and somewhat deep down inside, uh, I did kind of feel some sort of condemnation that. I was going to hell no matter what anyways. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't truly yeah. believe in like a heaven or hell. I think that's wild that even 10, 11 years old humans are just that complex. <sighs> it's insane to think about. It's insane. So true. So, true. Um, so yeah, like uh, I remember lashing out at that point and uh, that just went on for several years and Mm-hmm. I would go to the psychiatrist or the, ther- yeah, the psychiatrist, which would prescribe medicine. And I would go in there and he'd ask the same question. He'd say, hello, Ethan. <laughs> he, he didn't know I said Ethan. He said, hello, Ethan. What are your three goals? I'm like, for life, for like today, for this week. Like, <laughs> what are your three goals? I was like, uh, do good in school. <laughs> Be good to my mom and uh, get good grades or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, uh, oh, dang, man. it's storming out there. Let me crack this window. Please do. 
Thank you. I just shut it. Sorry. Thank you, sir. All right. Um, it's already cool enough in here too. Yeah. I don't want to say anything because if you were hot, I don't want to make you hotter. You can't make me hotter. Wow. I'm on fire. Wow. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit in here. Speaking of that, I'll get to that. Bars. Um, okay, so you, uh, you're you answering the psychologist's questions yeah, yeah. as a child. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, I think a lot of it was he took it like it was a job. He didn't t- take it to mm. be like, hey. That sucks. I want to make sure that this kid gets where he needs to be. Wow. And my family kind of used it as a therapy time too. So everyone would come in and they would all basically just, I felt they would tattle on me. They'd, mm-hmm. be, they'd just tell everything bad that I had done that week, every every whatever. Ooh. And, uh, That's rough. Yeah. And we would just sit on this couch and it was big enough for my mom and my stepdad and me to sit on. And uh, it was basically looking away from me and telling someone mm-hmm. you like how things are. Yeah. Uh, without coming to me first. So it's kind of like religion. It's yeah. kind of like law, you know. It's bypassing someone yeah. to go straight to the source. And of course, you're obviously, you know, we can have sympathy on your parents. They probably had. They had no, no idea. No clue that that made you feel that way. They had and no idea. When you're when you're such a young kid and you're feeling those things, it's really hard to express it. Express it and pinpoint and put mm-hmm. it into like a thought that makes them understand. Because you've never experienced it, mm-hmm. and no one's ever told you this is how this experience feels. Yeah, and it's like maybe someone's not there to tell you, hey, sh- um, if you're feeling these things, that's not a good thing. Right, and that's tr- what the therapist was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the therapist was there to try to tell you, oh, well, let's get down to your feelings. And then the psychiatrist was like, hey, uh, sorry, you're going to have to take some brain-altering, like like crazy, just hormone-altering stuff. Nice. Like, you know, your brain chemistry is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that just some little tiny thing, I give it a two. Give Oh, my burp. <laughs> yeah. I was trying not to burp in the mic, okay? I was trying to be discreet, all right? <laughs> you just called me out. I just... <sighs> You're the accuser of the brethren. All eyes on us. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, basically all throughout middle school, I was living with my mom. You were on drugs. I was. <laughs> I truly was. Wow. I was um, also on drugs in middle school. Different <laughs> drugs. but I would wake up. They would have my cereal made and a, and a um, condiment side cup filled with pills. Bro, that's some brave new world like... Mm-hmm. Uh, 1984 mm-hmm. type of stuff right there, and and you know I had the uh, I had the bowl with the uh, straw, so I would oh, eat all the cereal. Oh, you were gangster! Yeah, I would eat all the cereal, and then I'd chug my pills, and then chug the the milk. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably why now I could take like seven pills at a time, like horse pills, and I'd be completely fine. Holy crap! Um, but uh, you know, I I probably exaggerated, but in my mind, that's what it felt like. It felt like I was on like five or six pills and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which it is brain altering. And you're also at a state in your life where your body is developing, mm-hmm. which this medicine is not ready for. Mm. This medicine is for people that are already developed. So right. I'm, I'm assuming, based off of your experience, it sounds like you're decently not for doing that to young kids. I felt like I was nothing. Mm, that's and when i try to recall those years Mm -hmm. i can remember it almost outer body Mm -hmm. right i didn't feel like i was living my life Mm -hmm. i was doing what 
was expected. And then when I wasn't on it, I was like, man, I have so much energy. I feel crazy. Or like when it would wear out. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, a different story. One morning I sat in my brother's seat mm-hmm. and he was on medicine too. Some of it was for ADHD, which I did not get, uh, you know, tested for or treated for or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Took his Adderall. And I went to school that day. Holy crap. I passed the test with a 110. <laughs> I had never done anything like that. Wow. In every class I was active mm-hmm. and I was raising my hand and I was answering questions and I felt like I knew all the knowledge in the universe. Wow. And I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. One day that happened to me. Never again. Wow. I was like, this is crazy. I told my mom, I was like, I feel insane. Um, and that's when we had figured out I had taken some of his ADHD Uh medicine and, uh, you know, that felt really weird knowing that I was like, this can make me feel this way Mm -hmm. from this little tiny thing. Yeah. That stuff's addictive too, man. Yeah. It'll change my whole entire day. It'll change my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. So, wow. I was like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And that was middle school. Mm -hmm. That was my middle school experience. Uh, it was it was great. I could get into tons more details because I have so many great stories from that time. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they're all kind of from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. uh, or the outside looking outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then here comes high school, mm-hmm. and my older brother uh, he was going to East Paulding, mm-hmm. and uh, I was living with my mom, and I used the excuse. Oh, well, Levi's going to East Paulding, and we're we're in the district for North Paulding. I don't want to go there, so I have to move to my dad's house, mm. right, after living there for three years at this house. Yeah. And my parents were like 15 minutes away, Yeah, and they were in different school districts. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, now you can live 15 minutes away from Menominee, Wisconsin, and be in Menominee School District. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I use that as an excuse to move in with my dad. Mm-hmm. which at the time, since they were my parents were still separated, I would go see my dad on Thursday nights. He would take me to school on Friday mornings mm-hmm. and pick me up from school on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the best time of my life. I, I love your I, dad. Yeah, I didn't have to take my medicine, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he, we went and saw movies. Mm-hmm. We went to eat at restaurants. Wow. We would we would go uh, we would go to the park and... Uh, we go in the backyard and throw throw baseball, throw football. So he was being Jesus to you. Yeah, man. He, he was, was being Papa God to you. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard when your parents are in that situation because usually the parent that has the kid for a long time is the enforcer. Yeah. And uh, that gives the opportunity for the other parent to be like, oh, I'm good cop now. Yep. Um, yep. So reg system. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure that's how my other brothers felt to an extent. Um, so then I moved in with my dad mm-hmm. at that same house that we lived in for a couple of years when I was in elementary school mm-hmm. and, uh, my brother was taking me to school and Levi at the time, uh, had a friend that was a roommate and his name was, um, Taylor. So he, he used to live with us too. So we had basically adopted on one of his friends. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, yeah. While Levi was there too. It's really nice for your dad. Yeah. And uh, he had his own room and stuff, too. Wow. Um, and then I had my own room. And uh, it was basically the three of us, Levi, Taylor, and me. And uh, one of them would drive me to school mm-hmm. every day. And uh, it was pretty cool. 
um, I looked up to them, but I, I didn't, I got too much like what I felt was anxiety about their friend group and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I just didn't know them yeah. and I didn't really want to hang out with them cause I had my own friends, you know? Yeah. I didn't want to be that little brother that yeah. attaches themselves to older brother. Yeah. Um, can't relate. I hung out <laughs> with my older brother friends all the time, but I understand the feeling though. My, the thing is my younger brother did that with my older brother, mm-hmm. but I did that with neither Oh, that's of my funny. Darian was hanging out with Levi. Yeah. Darian and Levi. I, I felt like I was the outcast for a while. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, and, you know, part of that is because I, I chose to distance myself from each of their friends, you know, because yeah. I had my own friend group and we like completely different things. Yeah. Um, so high school, we ended up moving from that house to my grandparents' house again. And my cousins moved in the house that we were living at. Um. Because their rent got too high at an apartment, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Details. Your cousins. Have I met your cousins? Uh, my aunt works at the Publix. I don't think I've ever met them. Oh. Anyways. They're very sweet. Um, we're not as close as we used to be, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved back in with my grandparents. And then my dad got a job offer. Or no, no, no. Sorry. My dad got laid off of work. And this was August. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was going to school, all that all that stuff with band that you and I were experiencing. And then, uh, you know, outside of that, I had moved. I had moved twice at this point in two years. And then uh, my dad got laid off. And then a month later, they hired him back. And uh, a year later, they uh, they promoted him to the warehouse manager of a uh, of a location for his job in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That was when I was a junior. So at that point, my dad had taken that job offer, and uh, he was living in Charlotte for the last like two years of my high school. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was basically living with my grandparents, and then Levi ended up moving on, and then uh, uh, high school finished. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened. Um, and I had moved back and forth from my grandparents to my mom's several times in that in high school. Yeah. Just whatever suited my needs at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. I would go where I felt like they weren't controlling me. Yeah. Um, later finding out that it's not control. It's just rules that mm-hmm. you, you got to follow. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere you go, you mm-hmm. got to follow some sort of rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so... College, uh, I started college and college was weird. I was the first person in my family to get, uh, to graduate high school. Um, I was the first person in my family to start going to college. Well, I was the second person. Um, and then I had all these stakes on me, all this pressure that was like, Hey, you're like the saving grace of the family. You can go and do anything Mm. you can like put a name out there for the, for the wall ravens, you mm. know? And that's how I felt. No one truly told me that. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I felt. It's like, Oh, I got, I got all this responsibility. I got to yeah. put our, our family name on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you guys already have a street name <laughs> yeah. named after you. So it's like, I don't know what more do you need? John wall Raven road. That's not from any of our actions though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the grace of God. 
Yeah. Um, so college weird. I dropped out like we talked about. And, uh, then I met Annie. You were kicked out. Uh, actually, uh, actually, I so was kicked out. Was, we're going to, no, we don't want to bend the facts here. Okay? I am so used to saying I dropped out, uh, <laughs> to sound more sophisticated <laughs> and, uh, take the blame off myself. Sounds more punk rock. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Um, <laughs>